0: Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to another Hump Day version edition of the Daily Mind Podcast. How's everyone's uh, day going? How is your week going so far as we are now halfway through it? Uh, Wednesday is done, right? So, you know, almost to the weekend, I'm pretty sure some of us got plans and ambitions and things coming up. Uh, You never know. If you do, hopefully you fulfill them and you have a lot of fun with it. Uh, For me, on the other hand, I just... I don't know. I have not been feeling myself. I've been feeling very, very low. Like I have this dark cloud over my head and everything is just a blur around me. I, You know, I, 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 I'm not, I don't want to say that I'm depressed or going through some sort of depression unless I'm clinically diagnosed with depression. I'm, I'm just going through like a phase. I, don't, I can't quite describe it. Like I'm not seeing a lot of joy and fun in a lot of things. Work is just driving me nuts. You know, my wife is doing what she can to help me. And it's fine. Everything's great at home. It's like when I go to work, boy, it's, uh, ooh, I don't want to be around no one. I, I, I used to make, like, people laugh and shit. but And I'm trying to get back to it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm kind of going through a phase. I can't quite describe it. But uh, we all have our dark, cloudy moments and storms that go by. And eventually they do disappear for some a little longer than others. But um, I'm fine, though. I mean, I'm good enough to do a podcast. You know what I mean? And this is, like, one of the things that spark a little bit towards my day is you know the podcast you know what I mean like I'm very dedicated to this podcast I mean I have a very small modest audience but that is what pushes me to continue this show okay and it's working okay but it's just I don't know what's happening outside of this show I'm working on it though rest assured there will be a solution I'm sure of it these things take time okay other than that um I got no funny things to report today no funny stories um it's just been a, a day, you know, just a regular day. Nothing, nothing too crazy. But what's been on my mind is, um, you know, where to move, where to retire, right? Um, That's a lot of things that we don't think too far ahead of um, and stuff like that, especially nowadays. We don't think about where we're going to retire because nowadays with the cost of living and, and everything else, it's kind of hard to kind of imagine it, you know, with everything being this expensive and, you know, some people having to move back in with their parents and you know you're not you're not even thinking that far ahead but you know i thought about it right and i was like you know what there are three places i would love to retire um and that is overall um in canada i would like to retire in quebec um i would love to go back to cuba just live a whole new life in cuba you know me and my wife lord willing and then there's a town in new york there's one particular town that holds somewhat a very special spot in my heart and i've never even been to this town okay but it has to do with a lot of my childhood there's a town upstate called hornell new york what makes hornell new york so special why is this one particular place a place i would like to retire well (laughs) it goes back to childhood trains hornell new york is a lively it's a train community right it's a it's near you know it's familiar like the erie rail shops that's there Long story short, there's a company that used to be in Hornell called Morrison & Knudsen. And what this company did is they rebuilt a lot of our subway cars back in the 80s and early 90s when they were in severe disrepair. I mean, they rebuilt damn near every different car of our fleet. You know, they had the majority of the work. Nonetheless, um, they have been working, building trains, rebuilding trains for New York City and New York and for years. And now there's a company up there, a French manufacturer called Alstom, that builds trains for New York and stuff as well. And that's a town I, I would take a great interest in. I'll even work for that company if, if I had the chance. You know what I mean? And I asked my wife, I was like, would you you know retire in New York? Now, she doesn't want to go back to New York. And to be honest, I don't either, especially New York City. But this is upstate New York. It's a whole different bag. And she was like, well, I don't know. She wants to go to Alaska. That's a whole different story. But (laughs) me, if I can move anywhere, especially New York, it would be Hornell, um, for sure. I don't think I have any listeners in Hornell. I highly doubt that, according to my analytics. Um, But nonetheless, if there are some listeners or you know somebody in Hornell, tell them about this show and and tell them how I gave them a shout-out and how I love to move to Hornell, New York. That'd be great. All right, so, yeah, well, enough about fantasies. You know, let's get to, like, a sort of reality. So what I'm going to talk about is the top places that people are retiring in the u.s okay a lot of people like to retire in the in the southwest you know arizona it's nice and dry and hot some people like to go to florida it's very tropical and then other places i don't know i don't never hear of anybody retiring in the midwest i mean georgia is another spot um that people go to retire or the carolinas uh that a lot of people go to so what i did i did some research and i found a website if i could pull this website up give me a second here um forbes forbes magazine on uh, forbes.com excuse me um they published an article called the best places to retire in 2022 now it's just last year so it'll hold up just the same this year it can't be that much different and what they did was uh they listed uh the top 25 places to retire in the u.s okay best places to retire so i'm gonna go down that list and i'm gonna get right to it some of these answers may surprise you some of them may not okay now this is according to forbes now the forbes to the average joe like myself forbes is kind of out of my league you know what i mean it's like for the richie of rich or just it's it's money focused right but if you got the money you might want to you know retire in one of these places perhaps right so i'm gonna go down uh this list and then i'm gonna go into a list i'm gonna try to breeze through a list that they put for 2023 which is only 10 places but I figured 25 is a healthy number. All right, so the 25th place they got here, number 25, is, you know, I mentioned Georgia, but in this case, it's Athens, Georgia, okay? Um, it's it's a classic college town. Um, it, it houses the University of Georgia of 130000 and it's 70 miles east of Atlanta. Now, the good thing, now, it gives you the pros, and it gives you the cons, okay? The, the pro about this place is that the average median home price is $289,000, which is hell of a lot cheaper than New York. Um, It's a 23% below national median, big culture scene, good climate, air quality, social security benefits, plus up to $65,000 per person for other retirement income and exempt from state income tax. No state estate tax. That's great, right? But of course, where there's a pro, there's a con. The con is that doctors per capita is below national average, not very walkable, serious crime slightly above average and so-so economy. So you might have to travel far and wide to go to a doctor. Crime is everywhere. You just got to, be cognizant and be aware of your surroundings and yeah anywhere that's not a city a major city you're going to do a lot of you know you can't really walk okay i think i made a mention of that before in some previous episode where small towns like this you're gonna have to have a car so it's no secret you know you gotta walk you gotta walk you gotta walk all right so the next place they got here is number 24 charlotte north carolina all right now charlotte's a nice little city um i've passed through it i never actually like been in Charlotte. Um but it says here that it's a thriving bra- banking and business center of eight hundred and ninety-nine thousand in the Piedmont Plateau Center of the Carolinas. The good thing about this place is that it has a high number of doctors per capita, good climate and air quality, strong economy, and of course no state estate tax or income tax on Social Security. Fantastic, right? Uh the bad thing about this place about Charlotte is that the average home price is about 378,000 dollars which is a little bit more than what Athens was. Um, It's 1% above national average. Serious crime rate above national average. Not very walkable. Now, Charlotte does have a transit system. They don't have a subway. They might have a light rail, but I know they have buses. So if you're, either way, it's not like the MTA in New York where it's 24 hours and buses run every two to 10, five minutes. You might have to wait a bit. So, you know, you move to Charlotte, you're probably going to want to have a car. So, yeah. Charlotte's a nice city, though. Again, I would love to visit it, but, you know, I just passed through it maybe someday. Uh, number 23, College Station, Texas. Um, it is home of Texas A&M University and a population of about 124,085 miles northwest of Houston. Now, the good thing about this place is listed that the average home price is about $304,000. It's 19% below national average, abundant doctors, good air quality, relatively low natural hazard risk, low crime rate very bikeable and no state income or estate tax good economy now the bad this is the only bad thing about this place it only has one one bad thing about this particular place the bad thing it's not very walkable okay that's the only bad thing the other places i've read so far had at least two to three bad things wrong with it but this particular place College Station, Texas only has one bad thing. So if you go to College Station, Texas, you might want to get a car. That's not too bad. All right, number 22, Columbia, Missouri. <clears throat> I never even heard of Columbia, Missouri. But uh, according to this, it's a multiple college town. It houses the University of, Miss- of uh, Missouri, Stevens College, Columbia College, of about 125,000 midway between St. Louis and Kansas City. Okay, so you got two major cities you can go visit on the weekends. The good thing about this place, it says here, is that the average home price is a cheap $259,000, 31% below the national average, lots of doctors, comfortable climate, good air quality, low natural hazard risk, good economy, and no state tax. The bad thing, of course, is the state income tax on Social Security, higher than average crime rate and not very walkable. Now, that's a first. So if you're retiring, right, you don't want too much of your Social Security taxed. Honestly, I think Social Security shouldn't be taxed. You bust your ass for years to earn that, and it gets taxed. So you don't want to move here if you're, uh, depending on Social Security, you know, they tax the hell out of your Social Security. And, of course, it's not very walkable. But, again, a lot of these small towns are not. So that's just, if you're a city guy like me, that's something you got to get used to. All right, number 21, Fargo, North Dakota. It is North Dakota's largest city, population of 126,000 people. Adjoining Minnesota on the Red River of the North. Good thing about this place here, it says the average home price is about $271,000. 28% below national median. Uh, plenty of doctors, good air quality, very bikeable. No state estate tax, relatively low natural hazard risk. I mean, it snows the fuck up there, though. Uh, the bad thing about it is that the co- it has cold winters. I mean, it's in the Great Plains. Uh, state income tax on Social Security. Serious crime, slightly above national average for cities. So Fargo is... Not a really bad place. I mean, when's the last time you heard something happening in Fargo on a national level? (laughs) It's very far in between, so Fargo isn't too bad. Number 20, Greenville, South Carolina. All right, it says uh, Blue Ridge Mountains' foothill city of about 76000 in South Carolina's upstate region, midway between Atlanta and Charlotte. Not bad. Good thing about this place is uh, the average price of a home is about $281,000, 25% below the national average. High number of doctors per capita, good climate, air quality, strong economy, no state, a state tax, uh, social security plus twenty five thousand dollars per person of other retirement income exempt from state income tax. The only bad thing about this place is that serious crime rate is above the national average. Again, this is for Greenville, South Carolina. I mean, if you could dig it, you can dig it. I mean, it's crime everywhere, no matter what. Uh, number 19, <clears throat> Iowa City, Iowa. Okay, it's a famous college town, University of Iowa, of 76,000 in southeastern Iowa. The good thing about this place, if you do move there, is that the average home price is about $260,000, uh, 31% below national average. Uh, lots of positions, comfortable climate, good air quality, very bikeable, low serious crime rate, good economy, no state income tax on Social Security. Fantastic. The only two things that is wrong with this place according to this, is that it has cold winters and there's a state inheritance tax. Yes, so if you get an inheritance, the state will take a piece of that. I'll be fucking damn. Yeah, well, it's not like I have an inheritance anyway, and I move over there, so it's not really going to make a difference, but it sounds like a really nice place to be. Oh, God, here we go. Florida actually made the list. Number 18, Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, oh, God. With a population of 900 uh, 939,000, Florida's largest city sitting in the northeastern corner on Atlant- on the uh, Atlantic Ocean. The good thing about this place is that it has an average home price of $288,000. Uh, it's about 23% below the national average, somewhat less prone to hurricanes than most coastal Florida cities. Plenty of doctors, lots of parks, good air quality, no state income or state tax. Even though I'm pretty sure they just got hit with a hurricane, idalia i think recently or passing by but if you notice yeah they don't get hit with hurricanes as much as let's say florida uh, miami and tampa and shit in the keys all right the bad thing about this place is that serious crime is above the national average and it's not very walkable jacksonville so either you got a bus pass or you get in the car so either way all right now somewhere not too far from here has made the list and no it's not nashville at least not that i've seen but knoxville Comes in at number 17, Knoxville, Tennessee. It is a vibrant college town and it housed the University of Tennessee and Nav- uh, Navigable River City of 193,000 in a scenic eastern Tennessee. Uh, the good thing about this place is that the average home price is about $308,000. It's 18% below national average, abundant doctors, comfortable climate, good air quality, strong economy, and no state income or state tax. The bad thing about this, and I have to agree with this, is that city's serious crime rate is above national average. Probably not as bad as Nashville. Nashville is off the fucking hook. I mean, it's literally a fucking war zone out there. Um, Knoxville, not too far behind, but I hear more shit coming out of uh, Louisville and uh, Nashville than I do uh, Knoxville. There's too many villes out here. Damn it, every town, city out here ends with a ville. Clarksville, Knoxville, Louisville. Nashville, too many bills. All right, number sixteen, Lawrence, Kansas. All right, Lawrence, Kansas is a college classic, college town and housed the University of Kansas, of 101,000 people, 40 miles west of Kansas City. Now, the average home price here is $279,000, which is 26% below national average. Now, this place has good ratio of physicians per capita, good air quality and comfortable climate, very bikeable, good economy. No state estate tax, relatively low risk for natural hazards. Where is this place again? Kansas. I mean, isn't that in the middle of the fucking tornado alley? Yeah. All right. Cons. The bad thing. Serious crime rate is above national average, and Social Security benefits is taxed for those earning above $75,000. So if you want to move there and you earn that much, you're about to get a little bite of that, you know, (sighs) taken away. All right. Number 15. Lexington, Kentucky. All right. Now, this place has self-styled horse capital. Uh, it's self-styled and it's considered the horse capital of the world and College Town, which houses the University of Kentucky, Transylvania University of about three hundred twenty five thousand people in central Kentucky. Good thing about this place, the average home price is about two hundred seventy three thousand dollars, twenty seven percent uh, below the national average. It has an excellent ratio of positions per capita low serious crime rate, Social Security, plus up to $31,100 per person of retirement income exempt from state income. Hmm. The, two th- the two bad things about this place is the so-so economy and a state inheritance tax. That's not too terrible. All right, number 14, Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, this is a double-duty state capital in College Town, housed the University of Nebraska, and it has about 298,000 people. In the town, and it's 50 miles southwest of Omaha. The good thing is that the average home price is about $259,000, 31% below the national median. Good air quality, comfortable climate, very bikeable, strong economy, and no state estate tax. Bad thing: state income tax on Social Security. Ooh, and serious crime rate is slightly above the national average. Little known fact: Lincoln, Nebraska, is right now building new subway cars for New York City. Yes, Lincoln, Nebraska. So you know the job market over there. Um, they have Kawasaki railcar that builds subway cars for New York City. As we speak, is all coming from Lincoln, Nebraska. So hey, if you're looking for an industrial job, Lincoln, Nebraska. They have Kawasaki there. They build um, bikes, ATV, off-roading, um, jet skis, and subway cars. So you know you could get you definitely get a job. And they're ever expanding. Um, so if you want to look for something of that industrial nature. Uh, Number 13, Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It says uh, it's a Lake Festoon State Capitol in College Town. It housed the University of Wisconsin um, of about 278,000 people, about 150 miles northwest of Chicago. Uh, Average home price is about $365,000, a little bit on the high side. It's about 3% below the national average. Lots of doctors, good air quality, very walkable and bikeable. Low serious crime rate. Strong economy, no state tax on the state or Social Security, and low risk of natural hazards. If you can just navigate the winters, which is the, which is the only thing that is the con is the cold winters. So if you're not a cold person, then you don't want to be here. I mean, it's near the Great Lakes, too, so you have to take into account how cold it is up there. All right, number 12, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, probably one of the only major cities that, like, really made it on this list so far. Uh, it's a river and college city. Um, It houses the Carnegie Mellon University, University of Pittsburgh, uh, Duquesque University, Chatham University, and it has almost close to 300,000 people. Uh, Average home price, though, which is one of the good things, is about $234,000, which is 38% below national average. Lots of doctors, very bikeable and walkable, comfortable climate despite cold winters, no state income tax on Social Security or most retirement income. The only bad things about this place is a serious crime rate is above the national average. Uh, State inheritance tax, social economy, and air quality issues. Because, I mean, it's not too far from Ohio. There's a lot of probably coal-fired factories that's out there. It's close to the Midwest, so it's very industrial. So probably you got shit blowing from Ohio into Pittsburgh. And, you know, it's what it is. If you live in a major city, it's going to be kind of dirty anyway as far as air quality. There's a lot more vehicles, a lot more industrial uh, things happening, so, I mean, it comes as no surprise, all right, uh, number 11, Roanoke, Virginia, uh, it's a scenic Blue Ridge Mountain City of about 100,000 people, uh, 240 miles southwest of Washington, D.C., uh, good thing about this place, it has a, a, a average home price of $225,000, which I think might be the cheapest uh, price I've seen on this list so far, that's 40% below the national average, okay, High number of doctors, good air quality, comfortable, mild climate, somewhat walkable and bikeable, no state tax on a state or Social Security, relatively low natural hazard risk. Bad thing about this place, yeah, it's um, so-so economy, serious crime rate is above national average. Not too bad, but it's probably one of the cheapest places to live on this list. Take, take note of that. Uh, number 10, now we're down to the last 10 cities. Uh, number 10, Rochester. Uh, no, not New York. Rochester, Minnesota is number 10 on this list. It's a River City home of famed Mayo Clinic and has about 125,000 people, roughly 85 miles southeast of Minneapolis. Okay, average home price here is $316,000, which is 16% below the national average, extremely high ratio of doctors per capita, good air quality, low serious crime rate, very bikeable, strong economy, relatively low natural hazards. Uh, the bad thing, of course, the cold winters, not very walkable income tax on Social Security benefits and state state tax. So it's kind of pricey. You know, it's not very cheap on the home average price, but it's also very taxable. So, you know, if you can afford being taxed like that, despite the fact if you can afford it or not. Nobody likes to be taxed that much or at all. All right. So number nine, uh, another major city makes it on the list. Uh, San Antonio, Texas. All right. It's a vibrant South Texas city of about wow. It is the biggest populated city, I think, that popped up on here so far. Uh, 1.6 million people live in this city, making it the country's seventh most populous city. Average home price here is $287,000, 24% below the national median. Good air quality, strong economy, uh, no state income or estate tax is very bikeable. The only bad part about San Antonio, it says here that the serious crime rate above national average, relatively high natural hazard risk, and it's not very walkable. Now, I do have a, a hefty size uh, Texas audience. So, you know, uh, Texans, if you agree or disagree with this, just hit me up on the on the uh, my email or you can just uh, write in the comments about, you know, if this is true about San Antonio. I would like to get this from an actual uh, San Antonio residents perspective or a Texans perspective. All right. Number eight, Savannah, Georgia, is on a list. It says here that it's a graceful river city of about one hundred and sixty two thousand people. Uh, 30 miles inland from the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, says the average, uh, the good thing is the average home price is about 260000 Uh It's about 31% below the national average. A good air quality, comfortable climate, very bikeable. Uh, good economy, social security benefits, plus up to $65,000 per person of other retirement income exempt from state income tax. That's a lot of shit. Uh, no state estate tax, relatively moderate natural hazard risk. Uh, that's, wow, it's a lot of, a lot of financial benefits for living in Savannah. Now, the bad thing about living in Savannah, it says here that the serious crime rate is slightly above national average. Not to mention, um, Savannah is, uh, is also subjective to, um, you know, they get hurricanes and tropical storms too. I mean, they're right there on the coast, um, but usually nothing too strong. Usually Florida, you know, bears the brunt of the strongest of the storm and Savannah just gets what's, uh. They still get something. It's like with Idalia recently that just went through there. You know, hey, it wasn't no, uh, no, just rainy day. You know, they do get their shit too. Uh, number seven, So Falls, South Dakota. Uh, Rolling river town of about 201,000 people in southeastern South Dakota. Uh, 240 miles uh, southwest of Minneapolis. Now, the good thing about this place, it says here that the average home price is about $296,000, which is 21% below the national average. Has a great rate of positions per capita, good air quality, very bikeable, very strong economy, no state or state tax, rel- relatively low risk of natural hazards. Bad thing, of course, is cold winters. Serious crime rate above national average and not very walkable. That's not terrible. Uh, number six, Spokane, Washington. It's uh, considered a scenic river city of about 232,000 people, which is uh, 280 miles east of Seattle. Oof, It's kind of a drive. Uh, The good thing is a good ratio of physicians per capita, good air quality, very bikeable, and pretty walkable. Strong economy, no state income tax, relatively low national hazard risk. Here's the bad thing, and this is a first. Ooh, it's a very expensive place. The bad thing, it has an average home price of $411,000. Notice, every place I've read so far had um, their home income uh, median in the pros. This is the first place where it's in the cons. So Spokane is a... pretty fucking expensive. So again, average home price in Spokane, Washington is $411,000, which is 10% above the national average. Cold winter, serious crime rate above national average and state-to-state state tax. Yeah, you can hold on to that. Uh that cannot be me. No way. Number 5, Sun City, Arizona. Um it says age restricted Phoenix age restrict. whoa, whoa, whoa. let me read this again. Age-restricted Phoenix suburb of about 43000 aimed at physically active retirees. Hmm. Uh, it says here the good thing about this place is the average home price of $303,000, which is 17% below the national average, strong economy, no state-of-state tax or income tax on Social Security, and adequate doctors. Uh, the bad thing, of course, hot summers, poor air quality, relatively high national uh, natural hazard risk, And it's not very walkable. And as hot as it is out there, I wouldn't be fucking walking anywhere. So if you got a car or you plan on retiring there, get a car with some really good fucking AC because ain't no buses out there and it's way too hot to be walking around. All right. Number four, Tucson, Arizona. Mm, It's the Sonoran Desert City of about 558,000 people with the major college uh, they have there is what? University of Arizona, uh, 65 miles north of the Mexican border. Not too far. Uh, The good thing is that they have an average home price of about $312,000, 17% below the average. High number of doctors, very bikeable, somewhat walkable, strong economy, no state-of-state tax or income tax or Social Security earnings. The bad thing, of course, the poor air quality because, I mean, it's hot all the time. So, I mean, and it's a dry heat. It's not humid, but still. Uh, Serious crime above national average, relatively high vulnerability to natural hazards. So you got, like, Um, dust storms, um, dust clouds. You have, um, it does snow in some parts of Arizona and it barely rains, but the heat is what you got to really deal with. So if you can deal with all that shit and, and, you know, again, no matter where you go, you're, there's, there's a hazard everywhere, anywhere you go in the States that you retire. If you're not dealing with hurricanes, you're dealing with snowstorms. If you're not dealing with snowstorms, you're dealing with rain. If you're not dealing with rain, you're dealing with this. And the list goes on and on and on. All right. So, Hey, Florida makes the list together at number three. Uh, they got a place called the villages in Florida. It's a fast growing senior citizen oriented town of about 132,000 people, uh, 50 miles Northwest of Orlando. Now it says here that the good thing is that it has mild winters, good air quality, low serious crime rate, no state income or estate tax, relatively moderate, uh, natural, uh, national hazard risk, strong economy and somewhat bikeable. Now the bad thing is, is that it has an average home price of about $380,000. It's 3% above the national average, not very walkable, and phys- physicians per capita is below the national average. Now, this place has a lot of senior citizens, and yet there's not a lot of physicians there, which is kind of a uh, kind of a risk. I mean, that means you'll have to go somewhat of a distance to find a good doctor or a doctor at all. And if you're a senior citizen, that could present a bit of a problem. And again, you got to also deal with hurricanes, too. ain't that? Yeah, hurricanes. It's Florida. What do you expect? All right, number two, Virginia Beach, Virginia is on the list. It's a beach lined city of about four hundred and sixty thousand people, Virginia's largest city, uh two hundred miles south of Washington, DC. Now, the average home price here is about three hundred sixty-three thousand, uh, three percent below the average, adequate ratio of doctors per population, good air quality, comfortable climate, somewhat bikeable, very low serious crime rate, no estate, no state estate tax or tax on social security income. Ooh, the bad thing is, it's not too bad. Social economy and not very walkable. Big deal. And the number one they have on here as one of the best places to retire in 2022, according to Forbes, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. (laughs) It says cultured city of about 252,000 in the Piedmont area of North Carolina, 80 miles northeast of Charlotte. Home to Wake Forest, Winston-Salem University. University of North Carolina School of the Arts, and Salem College. Average home price. I think this is the cheapest I've seen on this list. is only $219,000. Cheap. 42% below national median. High ratio of physicians per capita. Comfortable climate. Good air quality. Good economy. No state-of-state tax or income tax on Social Security. Rel- relatively moderate vulnerability to natu- uh, natural hazards. And, of course, the average serious crime rate above national average and not very bikeable there you have it folks 25 of the best places according to 2022 (laughs) now let's head to 2023 and i'm gonna breeze through that as quick as possible because i'm already a little over 30 minutes but i'm gonna jump right into where they think is the best places to retire this year even though this year is just about over so i'm gonna jump into it real quick i'm gonna just gonna breeze right through it all right uh now what they have on this list whether you agree or not this is one of the the 10 best places to retire in 2023 according to uh whatever the fuck this is i'm trying to hopefully i don't get a virus uh it looks like uh yeah i ain't clicking that (laughs) it looks like uh that looks like that almost gave me a virus so i ain't fucking with it so yeah not fucking with that that'll probably be another episode listen we don't think about this very much it's something that At some point, we got to think about, right? Life is tough. Inflation's crazy. Gas is over $3, at least here. Some places probably pay a lot more. It's crazy, right? But at some point, Lord willing, we got to all retire somewhere. We all going to have to rest our head and enjoy our last feeble years on this planet. So, I mean, it sounds kind of uh, nihilistic, but it's true. Um, But nonetheless, though, it's, it's a good thing to think about. I mean, this is a big country. And, you know, you're not... One thing is about retirement. You're not limited to just here in the U.S. You can retire anywhere you want in this world. But most likely you'll retire here in the States when you're all set and done somewhere totally different from where you are. It's a, it's a big country. Explore it. Learn about it. You know, some people, they're comfortable where they've been born and raised and they'll die there. You know, like, hey, you from New? you're born in New York, raised in New York, you'll die in New York. And if you're comfortable with that, that's great. At least get a chance to travel out of New York, though. Please don't be one of those people that don't go anywhere. If you can afford to do so, all right. I'm not saying go and you know, do something crazy and save some money and go travel somewhere. No, no, be sensible. But you know what? There's a big, big, vast world. And again, I would, love if I could, you no, know, retire. You know what? I'll even add Florida to the list because I remember when I first visited Florida, I fell in love with the place. As crazy as that state may be, it's actually a really nice state. And there's something about palm trees. Maybe it's just the the Caribbean in me, but is something really really just soothing and calm about a palm tree that sways in the nice light breeze I'm, I'm kind of romanticizing this but it's just something about it I wouldn't mind moving down there but if it was anywhere up north yeah it would be um Hornell New York I already said it, it would be Hornell all right and uh unless my wife says otherwise she wants to go to Alaska Alaska's not a bad state it's just a little too secluded for me it's a little too far off it's kind of like Canada jr. Like, it's not Canada, but it's connected to Canada, and it's not connected anywhere of the lower 48. So, yeah. (sighs) Maybe someday. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, again, I'm trying to figure myself out, going through some little rough patches, but I'll be all right. As long as I'm making this podcast and I'm just got a nice woman on my side, my wife. She does what she can do. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. And we're almost getting close to the end of the season. So who knows what the next season may bring? Hopefully a guest. Hopefully. All right. So, hey, take care and enjoy the rest of the evening. Ciao.